You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. And hello, everyone. I'm so glad you've joined us today for episode 152, A Better Thing to Do to Help Others. The other day, I received an email from Connie, a newer listener to this podcast. Her subject line read, Not only am I enjoying them, and then she continued with this, I pass them on to others, many going through really tough times in their lives health issues, loss of loved ones, isolation, and loneliness. It has been harder for many to adapt to these past two years, and your talks are positive, gentle, and encouraging with a welcoming voice. Relationship building is huge, and your podcasts shine a light on any weakness and how one can do better. I am listening, so keep them coming. Well, thank you, Connie, for those kind words, and I will keep them coming. In recent episodes, I've been talking about how we can help people like those Connie describes. People dealing with health issues and loneliness, isolation, loss of loved ones. We often don't know what to do or say to people like this. Often we'll say things like, Please let me know if there's anything I can do to help. I know I've said this a number of times. The problem with this well-meaning offer of help is that many times people don't know what they need, or they are overwhelmed with whatever they're dealing with. So when we ask, what can I do to help, you've just created a job for them. You've given them a task, namely to think about what they need and then contact you to meet that need. In times of stress, that can be daunting for people. I'll give you an example of a different approach that I saw in my wife Janet the other day. One morning, after reading a passage of scripture about doing good for people, the Holy Spirit prompted her to say to me, I think we should get together with Linda. This was soon after Linda which, by the way, isn't her real name. I I changed it for privacy reasons. Anyway, this was soon after Linda had initiated contact with us to tell us about her 40-something daughter's serious health condition. We knew this turn of events was deeply disturbing to Linda. And while many people were there to support her daughter, we wondered if Linda was getting the emotional support she needed. So Janet contacted her and made arrangements for us to pick her up and take her out to dinner. Being the classy people we are, we took her to a grocery store and chose from their limited menu that went with their limited seating. Yep, we went to a grocery store. As we talked for some time and heard what was on Linda's heart, she mentioned, You know, everyone has a story. For now, I'm going back to the large church I was attending because some of the people still there know my story. 
I need to be with people who know my story. Well, we know Linda's story, too. She's a rather private person, and to know her is really a great privilege. During the course of our conversation, Janet asked Linda how the meal train program was going for the family. This is where people volunteer online to prepare and deliver meals at a designated time for a family. Linda said it was very helpful because when you're dealing with a health crisis in the household, the last thing you want to think about is preparing meals. But then Linda mentioned her son-in-law was going through a lot of organic fruits and vegetables that he runs through their juicer for the liquid diet his wife is on now. She said it was getting expensive. Janet then asked Linda if they needed money for these fruits and vegetables. Linda said yes. It was a specific need Janet asked about, which is a better way of asking to help others than, how can I help? The more specific we can be, the better. Then, without giving it a second thought, Janet reached into her purse and pulled out all of the $30 she had with her and gave it to Linda. You know, it was a minor miracle Janet even had $30 at all, as she rarely carries much cash. Here, give this to your son-in-law to feed the juicer, Janet said. While having the cash on hand was a miracle, giving it away was not. It's Janet's M.O. She's been generous like this since I first met her in her father's garage when we were just 13 years old. We talked about this afterward and remarked how it seemed easier to get the money to its intended recipient through an intermediary like Linda. It was less awkward than giving the money directly to Linda's son-in-law. On the way home after our time with Linda, I had a flashback to a similar situation that happened a long time ago. I'm thinking maybe 15 years ago. We were in the early days of our missionary care ministry and trying to raise support. And we happened to be in Greenville, South Carolina, visiting our daughter Jennifer, where she had recently moved. During our time there, Jennifer arranged for us to meet a pastor who was the brother of one of her good friends. So we got together with Carrie and his wife, Cynthia, for breakfast at Mimi's Cafe. I still remember that place. They told us part of their story, and we shared part of ours, this new venture we were on starting a missionary care ministry. As we were getting ready to leave, Cynthia reached into her purse and pulled out what I recall to be $30 and said, Here, take this. I want you to use it for your ministry. It's all I have right now. We were shocked at her kindness and generosity. I hadn't thought about this event in many years, but the picture of it rose to the surface in seeing Janet do the same thing with Linda. Months later, we learned that Carrie's position at the church was eliminated. He eventually became an Anglican priest and pastored a church in Cairo, Egypt for a few years. Carrie and Cynthia now lead a church in Amsterdam. So, Cynthia, if you're listening now, 
Your legacy of generosity lives on. Thank you once again. Well, back to our story about Linda. The next day after our dinner at the grocery store, Linda sent Janet and me this text. Thank you so much for last night. Thank you for picking me up. Thank you for loving me so tenderly in Christ. Thank you for letting the tears flow. Thank you for making me laugh. Such loving friends like you, along with tears and laughter, are so good for the soul. Knowing that you're here means more than you'll ever know. You are diamonds in the treasure box of friendship. Hmm. So, what, what does all of this mean for you? Well, here are a few random thoughts I hope you'll walk away with. And these are in no particular order. The first one is, every now and then, it's a good idea to put yourself in other people's shoes and to think, what might it be like for them right now? Another thing, be open to hearing from the Holy Spirit to help you to help others. Instead of asking how you could help someone, take a guess and ask a closed-ended question like, would you like me to do X? Would you like me to do Y? To help others, observe what other people are doing to care for people and then do something different. Don't let people go through hard times alone. Remember the quote from the movie, The Soloist. All he wants from you is to show up. Isn't that a great quote? I just love that. All he wants from you is to show up. In whatever you do, always reflect the image and character of God. Another thing, think how you've been blessed in the past and pay it forward by doing the same thing for others. That story with Carrie and Cynthia sure reminds me of that and what Janet did for Linda. And then finally, as always, listen. Listen, both with your ears and your eyes. Here's the main takeaway that I hope you remember from today's episode. Instead of asking a friend in need what you can do to help, a better thing to do to help others is to ask a closed-ended question like, Would you like me to? And then fill in the blank. The more specific a solution you suggest, the better. It lifts a burden from their shoulders and puts it on yours. As always, I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. Well, that's it for today. In the meantime, Bring a measure of joy into the lives of others this week by spreading a little relational sunshine around you. Until we meet again next time, goodbye for now.